Welcome, dumbheads, to MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. In this series, we're examining every single goddamn page of Alien Hunger, a quick start adventure for Vampire the Masquerade, to determine what is the dumbest thing on that page. Every episode is one page, every episode is short. If you'd like to play along at home, this is 1991's Alien Hunger, the official PDF release from White Wolf. Today we're discussing the cover of Alien Hunger, which is a supplement for Vampire the Masquerade, which is a role-playing game. This is Mega Dumbcast, which is a podcast, and I hate that you know even that much. I truly wish that that you could come into this with a total blank slate uh, today, because the point of today's episode is what the cover of this role-playing game supplement does not tell you, what, what it conveys and what it does not convey. So I would love for you to be a blank slate and just come into this with no preconceptions. Forget everything you've ever known about Vampire, about this podcast, about everything. And, oh, except, never forget how to go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast to look at the uh, visual companion for today's episode. Uh, That's how we're doing this. Go there, see the cover of Alien Hunger, clear your mind of all other information, now we can proceed. Okay, Alien Hunger. Let's talk about what's on this cover. Uh, You'll see there's kind of a border of green marble here. What do we know about this role-playing game? and therefore this supplement on the basis of this border. A classy role-playing game? Definitely. Never going to find marble on the cover of a Dungeons & Dragons supplement. It conveys, hey, wipe your feet before you enter this role-playing game. We're like we're trying to have a a vampire civilization here. We, We don't need ruffians coming in, casting fireballs, swinging axes, looting corpses. I mean, this is vampire. We're all corpses, but you know what I mean. It's a classy role-playing game. That's that the border gives you that. However, on the topic of things that are classy and things that aren't, I direct your attention to the logo for Alien Hunger, uh, which is kind of a red diamond and it's filled with this like swirly red texture. And then there is this uh, kind of skinny, angular, drop shadowed, very off brand for Vampire the Masquerade font. Uh, and the logo says Alien Hunger making this supplement look for all the world like uh if you were if you were a, a young boy in the 1990s and there was ever like a sci-fi movie that looked so bad on the basis of the cover at the video store that it made you smile because you're like oh this this movie looks awful for sure there are tits in this movie absolutely there i <laughs> there would be no reason to make a film like this except as a tit delivery system that's what this looks like. This looks like a horrible 90s sci-fi movie. Even the name, Alien Hunger. That's I feel that I'm being promised something by this game. So we'll see if it delivers because this is this is very lurid in a very like dated way. So now we've got mixed messages. We've got classy role-playing game, role-playing game uh, probably with tits in a B movie mode. Then in the middle panel of the cover, there is a picture of a a gothic mansion under moonlight engulfed in flames. And okay, this mansion consumed in flames. In front of it, there's a street. On the street, there is a, a manhole cover that's been taken off of like a manhole, and there's steam coming up from the sewers below. That muddies the water somewhat, and we'll definitely talk about that. But listen, I'm familiar enough with various literary genres and the paperback cover conventions thereof to know what I'm being sold when there is a gothic mansion in flames on the front of a book. This is gothic coded. Now, Gothic is not exactly the same as goth in the context of goth punk, but if you've ever seen one of those paperback books where there's the mansion in the background 
And then there's the woman with lovely flowing hair, and she's like running away from the mansion, often to like moors or like spiritually the moors, like maybe not literally the moors, but like we understand that's what that's what the situation is. And she's kind of running away from the mansion. That's a whole genre of book. The woman running away from mansion is a whole genre. Clearly, this is one of those mansions. So gothic, yes. Goth punk, I don't know. Well, I mean, the mansion is on fire. Fire is punk, I think, especially when you're burning down a mansion, because then there's a there's a class element to arson when you're burning down a mansion. This is the mystery here, the manhole cover. Like, we know what marble means. We know what this weird patterned logo means symbolically. We know what the mansion means. We know what the mansion on fire means. As far as I know, there is no such thing as, oh, one of those exposed manhole books. You know, like you wouldn't go to the bookstore and like be looking through the like the used paperbacks. Like, oh, perfect. Let me let me check the back. Have I read this exposed manhole book? They all run together. No, this is when you see an exposed manhole, you expect like this is specific. This is trying to convey something to me. But what, though? That's the dumbest thing on this cover. And here I'll pull back the curtain just a little bit. Tell you a little more about this book we're talking about. Alien Hunger is an early supplement for Vampire the Masquerade. And it's meant to be an introductory adventure, both for players and for the storyteller, which is what we call the GM in the dark goth punk world of vampire. This is not a game. This is a story. Games can be won. Games have a point. Not so a story. The storyteller could be new. The players could be new. Alien Hunger is supposed to immediately hook you in to uh, Vampire the Masquerade and like explain what's going on and give you a place to start. However, if it were not for the words, quote, a jumpstart story for Vampire the Masquerade, end quote, written in virtually illegible, unoutlined white lettering over green marble at the bottom of this cover, you would have no idea that this is for a vampire role-playing game, or even that there is such a thing as a vampire role-playing game. Nothing on this cover suggests to you what this game is or is about. We now know that green marble means vampire, but people didn't at the time. This supplement was published in 1991, when Vampire the Masquerade was still very, very, very new. I mean, thus, an adventure like this, uh, where, you know, it's for people who don't know the franchise, have no experience with the game. It's a brand new concept in role-playing. So at this time, the trade dress meant nothing. Green Marble could could equally have meant, you know, this is like Roman politics. This is like fancy pants horror stories. Um, this is sort of like a masterpiece theater vibe that we're going for. Could mean anything. Barring that Green Marble, nothing on this cover conveys anything about what it is to play vampire the mansion the moonlight the fire sure like i said like gothic coded but what about call of cthulhu also a horror role-playing game very popular like probably like dominating the market in the genre at this point and there's lots of call of cthulhu shit that happens in mansions uh burning buildings in my time as a role player my experience mansions just love to burn it's nobody's fault if you ever encounter a mansion odds are like somebody's gonna burn it down with you inside it you're gonna burn it down on your way out Something about a mansion begs to be burned, doesn't it? So who, well, this gives us no insight into what this game is. This is just, this is the way of nature. The manhole cover is really all we have to go on. Oh, and Alien Hunger too. And between those two things, who would think Vampire necessarily? Again, I really encourage you to look at the picture because look at that logo. Look at that Alien Hunger logo. This looks sci-fi for sure. This makes me think I'm going <laughs> to go down into the sewers and probably fight like, I don't know, alligator men. I'm going to fight uh, chuds. I'm going to fight... Uh, some kind of fucking shapeshifter. I'm going to fight women from somewhere who came to Earth and disguised themselves as sexy ladies so that they can lure me into a place like a sewer and then turn into a spike monster and then kill me. Like with something that looks like a dick and then I get killed with it. 
for trying to fuck them. Like, that's the kind of movie this seems like it's trying to emulate. But Vampire. I don't think we... Had we seen vampires as sewer monsters at this point? Because that that's a Vampire the Masquerade thing, a little bit. Although, spoilers for this book. You're not going to spend a lot of time in the sewers in this book. Um, there's a moment. You're somewhere sewer adjacent. But generally speaking, this is not one of those vampire adventures where you're, like, down in the labyrinth of sewers under the city fucking around with the Nosferatu. This isn't one of those books. So yeah, I don't think we had vampires as sewer monsters. And even if we did, the framing of this picture, I I'm not identifying with the sewer monster in this picture, which is what Vampire the Masquerade is always asking you to do. It wants you to identify with the sewer monster. Here, I'm identifying with the missing gothic romance heroine who should be running from this mansion. Like, all of my years in bookstores have taught me there's supposed to be a woman beautifully running for her life here. And, and where the fuck is she? In the sewer. That's probably where. Look at that manhole cover, menacingly laid aside. Was she deliberately trapped in the sewer with some kind of ruse? Or was this just a terrible coincidence? She's running from her horrible, like, blue beard of a husband. And then, just by sheer chance, there are also chuds for whatever. The manhole's open for some reason. I don't know. Today is the day when the chuds have their picnic. Everybody's out there frolicking. And she's an innocent bystander. She falls into the manhole. And, and now she is in peril. Wherever she is... I'm on her side. Bad things are happening, and someone has just fallen into the sewer about it. I am not imagining being the vampire, which is the key to Vampire the Masquerade. I don't know there are any vampires here, and if there are, I am thinking of them as sewer dwellers who want to kill me, not as romantic antiheroes whose sewer-bound existence I would like to play out in the theater of the mind. So yeah, dumbest thing on this cover does not look remotely like a vampire role-playing game. I think if you saw it in 1991, without context, you would think it was just another Call of Cthulhu supplement. Or, on the basis of the logo, just a really weird genre role-playing game that has lots of tits in it for no reason, which is an idea White Wolf would not have until many years later with Exalted. I will admit, though, that this complaint presumes that the people who made this book knew what this book was and misrepresented it, which, as we will see for the rest of the season, probably was not the case. I think if I could send this podcast back in time and tell the creators of this book what it was and what it was for... They would have been very grateful to me, and it would have helped their creative process a lot. Join me next time as we open this book for a prime example of the creators not knowing what this book, or indeed what this game line is about, on MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. This has been Mega Dumbcast. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the patrons-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Social media was never healthy and is now dying, so if you want to contact me, you can email me. I am megadumbcast at gmail.com. This season's theme song is Suck City by Black Math, whose work you can find at freemusicarchive.org slash music slash black underscore math. Dumbheads, I will catch you next time. <laughs>